Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> How y'all doing today? Somebody gonna eat today. Somebody gonna eat today. <laughs> somebody gonna eat today. I'm gonna be one of them somebody's too. <laughs> gonna let y'all know. <laughs> Your boy about to gain by two or three today. I hope that y'all are have safe travels if you're traveling and I'll Hope that you all remain safe and mask up if you need to, if you're going out. But I pray that y'all have a safe, safe, safe holiday. Somebody going to get the artist today. Oh, well, pretty well, soon. They're going to eat and they're going to be laying down. Oh. <laughs> by 12 o'clock. Well, I know my mom will be nah, ready by 12 o'clock. Everybody don't be eating at 12, though. Well, see, I eat at 12 I mean, and then I sleep for the rest of the day. Okay. <laughs> Not me. That's my time to see family members and enjoy the people and let me sleep too. <laughs> Not my people. Not my people. Well, we're talking about marriage today. Today, yes. We're talking about marriage. Marriage. Mm, this marriage in particular. Yeah. Ours. <laughs> and I am gonna talk about some other things uh pertaining to what the Bible has to say. But um, I'll lead us in prayer. Sure. Lord Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day, another opportunity to come before your people, Lord Heavenly Father. I pray that the words of our lips, Lord Heavenly Father, will be what somebody needs, Lord Heavenly Father, yes, to get Lord. through the day, to get through uh, a situation, to get through this point, Lord Heavenly Father. I pray that what we say today, Lord Heavenly Father, will hit home for somebody and they'll realize that what they have is 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 important or what they lost is it's not about what they lost, oh Heavenly Father, because mm -hmm. your word says that who you have joined together, let no man put asunder, oh Heavenly Father. And we see and we know that Sometimes we have done things in our own selves. We have put our own things together, oh Heavenly Father, and they didn't last and it seemed like we was out of your will, oh Heavenly Father, but let your people know today, oh Heavenly Father, that you are still with them, oh Heavenly Father, and their shortcomings are not the end, oh Heavenly Father, but yes, they can Lord. begin anew with you, oh God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so before we got married, there was a life that we had before we met each other, of course. So I have been divorced twice. My first marriage, I was 21. And I was with my first husband from the age of 16 to 26. So that was 10 years. Then my second marriage, I got married at 30. I believe. And I had known him since I was 13. Um, but that didn't work out. So uh, we were married only for five years. No, not even that. Probably three, four years, something like that. Anyway, um, so marriage was something in my life that, if I could say it this way, it was the most... Um, it was a thing that I was the most ashamed of, of having multiple marriages. Um, that's not how I pictured my life. That's not, I didn't take marriage as a joke. I didn't um, get married to get divorced. But there was still some things, and even at 21, I should have never been married. 
to be honest with you, I should have never been married at 21. I was not mature enough to be married at 21. Um, there was a lot of mistakes that happened because we didn't know who we were. You know, um, we didn't know how to properly groom um, ourselves for marriage. And I wish that someone had really sat down with me and really explained to me what marriage was about. And I probably would have never gotten married the first time. But because we had a child and, and all of those things and, you know, the word shacking up came about <laughs> quite often. Um, and you know y'all weren't supposed to be doing that. <laughs> right. So, um, so it was, yeah, I had um, my first son at the age of 18. We got married at, I was 21. Um, I believe he was 23, 24, something like that. But anyway, um, we was together for 10 years. And when I think about being married, you know, or being with someone from the age of 16 to 26, I did not know who I was. I did not know what I wanted. I did not know um, anything about being a wife, let alone a mother at that time. And so, you know... I believe in that marriage I was a I was a good wife until I felt like I was missing something. Felt like I hadn't had a chance to live. Felt like I didn't get to enjoy my life as a young adult. Does that make sense? And so um yeah. <laughs> that 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 ended. Um and and to be real real with y'all, you know, that was that was a place where I was trying to find myself. That was a marriage I was really trying to find myself. Um, the second marriage, um, I should have heard him when he said he never saw himself being a husband. And so when people are dating or courting or whatever you want to call it, and they're getting to know people, listen to what they say. And they will tell you exactly what roads you're going to travel down. And that's, I, I contribute my own lack of hearing um, and paying attention and being attentive to um, what he was saying. Um, it was, it was something that I should have honored. Let me say it that way. You know, if everybody is not marriage material, everybody don't want to be married either. Um, so if somebody is saying, no, nah, I don't think marriage is for me, then listen to that. It's, it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing, um, that you can really tell somebody if they're re ready or not, or if they should be ready or not. I think you just have to be respectful of what that person, um, says. And we're, we're cordial and I'm cordial with, um, both of them because we, we have children together. But um, when it came to Chris, I had no desire to get married again, mainly because of my past, mainly, mainly because I felt like that didn't work for me. So moving right along, one day I was at work and this, this is the same job that Chris met me on. And I was talking to, at that time, my pastor's son, and we was going over some church things that we were going to do for the church. 
And in the middle of that conversation, I went into a trance. It was like tunnel vision. It was just like, I, I don't know. I, it was like I left the conversation and I went into this tunnel vision. And the words that I heard was, your husband's going to be a pastor. I came out of that and I said it out loud. And the person that was in front of me, he was like, oh, I can see that. And then I never thought about it again, but I was I was kind of weirded out about it because I, that had never happened to me before. So that's probably a year before I met Chris when that happened. Um, the day that I met Chris, <laughs> um, the Holy Spirit said to me, you know him. I just kept looking at him, not not of like, oh, I'm attracted to you, but just looking at him like, and I kept hearing, I know you, like, I, I know you, I know you, but I didn't know him. I, I never saw him before, never heard of him or anything like that. Um, He came in looking for an apartment, so he saved, he did. <laughs> but uh anyway he uh I just knew there was something about him but I didn't know what the spirit kept saying you know him I was like I don't know him I don't I don't know this man but I knew his spirit I met his spirit first before I met him and what I mean by that is I was not looking at physical attraction I was not looking at anything that he had on or anything that he might have rolled in or anything like that it was I just I don't know how to explain it it was just I was in tune to his spirit um and we had not even had a conversation then well I'll stop there because I don't want to go on 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 I'm gonna let you talk about what your life was before me and also when you once you walk through the door and then we'll pick it up from there that way we don't kind of go back and forth. Well, me, myself, I ain't never been married before. Mm -hmm. So, around about this time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm saved. Holy Ghost filled. But you've been engaged. Yeah, but but around about this time, I'm saved and I'm Holy Ghost filled. So, I ain't got time for no girlfriend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't got time to be playing games. You know what I'm saying? So, see, because I already know that. You know, that, that ain't the order uh, because, you know, you start being around people and all this other stuff. You know what happened. You know what happened. <laughs> you start entertaining foolishness. It happened to you before, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it happened to all of us before. <laughs> you know, um, but for me, I've been engaged a number of times, three times to be exact. Mm -hmm. The first time to my first child's mother. And this second time my, to my second child's mother. <laughs> um, but the third time to a woman, well, I, I can't even say I got engaged. Uh, I can't, I, I never got engaged to you. We never got engaged. But the third time it was to a, it was to a young lady that aided in bringing me to Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, she played that position, you know, and, and I would have thought that I would have married her. But everybody has a choice. You know, and that's the thing. Mm -hmm. You can't be mad because somebody chooses something different. Like when 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 your ex husband said, um, "I never saw myself being a husband." Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't think that's really what I wanted to do. You know, 
And in actuality, he said, I never thought I saw myself being a husband or a father. And we had a son and got married. So, and so when things go left, you can't be mad. <laughs> so, so with me, it was always something that I wanted. I go ahead and say that I was 16 years old. I had my life planned out. I knew I, I knew what my first child's name was going to be. I knew I wanted to be married. I knew I knew what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? There were when I was 16, my head was already day. Boom! I know exactly what I want. Let's just get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. You know so. By the time I was twenty twenty one, I was already I was already walking into what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, the person that I was walking into it wasn't walking the same way I was walking. And I'm not saying, oh, I was saved and everything. I, I was I was well in the world. <laughs> but you know, if if we if we start talking about how we being married more than once and adultery and all these other things mm-hmm. then we'll, we'll if we go by what the bible calls marriage which is sex which is consummation you know then how many of us been married multiple times <laughs> that part <laughs> you know and and that's you know i ain't gonna go there yet i got, I got something for that <laughs> but for me it was like something that i always wanted mm-hmm. but could never obtain so I tried it again. The second time I tried it, it was just she passed away. So it was something that I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't obtain it. And it was like, man, what is this? So the third time it happened, and it was something that I couldn't, I could, I just couldn't get it. And I've been trying, and I've been trying, and I've been trying, and I was like, you know what? You know, maybe it's just better to marry a stranger. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, now I said this when I was younger. You know, I was like, you know what? I'm a married stranger. Now that sounds crazy, but lo and behold, that's what happened. I married a stranger. Perfect stranger. I ain't. I don't know about perfect, but <laughs> don't don't do that. <laughs> but I was perfect for you. But uh, you were. She had already had a background, you know, mm-hmm. of doing marriage, mm-hmm. which I'd never been in marriage. So, you know, I, I'm still, I'm still just thinking about me and some kids, <laughs> you know, because so, so, by this time I don't been, I don't been without my child's mother for what? It was two, two and a half years mm-hmm. at this point, two and a half years at this point. Mm-hmm. So I was already back into the swing of being a single parent again. You know, I was I was all in. Yeah. So it was it was just something different. And I was like, and we never had the conversation. Never. We never had the conversation. You know, like, you know, um, how you feel about getting how you feel about getting married? You know, mm-hmm. we never sat down and had that conversation. I never got on one day and said, Will you marry me? Mm-hmm. These were things that we never did. And I was like, you know, it just sounded it just seemed crazy. Yeah. Per se. It was. You know. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I, I ain't I ain't talking about me not having no job and me not having no house and me not having the, the, the bare essentials. Yeah. <laughs> that a man need in order to call, in order to deem himself worthy to be a husband. Mm-hmm. You know, because things I had not. 
But what I did have, I gave freely. And that was love. Which was my love. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I can honestly say that when I said I do, mm-hmm. when you said I do, it wasn't because I loved her. No, because I didn't know you. You know, and, and no, I we can, did not love each other. Let's let's be clear. Let's let's go ahead and days, say that right now. We days. did not love each other. Okay, mm-hmm. I can imagine that Joseph ain't love Mary. <laughs> now that you say it like that, yeah, Joseph's like <laughs> what? You pregnant? <laughs> I ain't about to got time yet. for that. <laughs> I didn't touch you yet. I ain't, <laughs> uh, girl, don't you dare try to play me <laughs> Talking about some spirit <laughs> I ain't never seen nowhere down in history No spirit got nobody pregnant Don't you come here with that yeah. He said, I'm going to put her away quietly I ain't going to shame her in the public I ain't going to shame her like that I'm going to put her away quietly <laughs> Yeah, yeah But, you know, and, and, and that just I just want to say that A lot of times I ain't going to say all the time, but a lot of times marriage is not really, matter of fact, marriage is not about love. It's not. Because, because you love people that you break up with. <laughs> ain't that you know, true? You, you love people that y'all go y'all separate ways. Yeah. You know, yeah. when people get married and they stay married for 25 years and then they go their separate ways. Mm-hmm. If it was because of love, love would have kept them together. Mm-hmm. But it's because of purpose. Right. And I, that's what I want to, I want to, that's the angle I want to come from. Okay. Marriage is because of purpose. You see, when Adam was in the garden, God didn't give him a woman to love. He said, I'm going to give you a help me. That's what he said. For purpose. He mm-hmm. said, I don't want you to be alone. So here, let me give you some, a companion. Somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. And then and then when you could fast forward on to the New Testament, you know, the, the Bible said, a man that find a wife find a well, that, that's not New Testament, but a man that find a wife find a good thing and they attain favor from the Lord. But I don't know where that scripture came from. But when when um but when Adam had um when Adam had saw Eve, he was like, Yeah, 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 God. He is about to dramatize. He's it. like, yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, this, this. Mm. Flesh of my flesh. Yeah, flesh. Bones of flesh my bones. Flesh of my flesh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, thank you, God. Oh. You know, but, um, you know, and when I, when I think about that, you know, when you look back down in Ephesians, and he says, husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Mm-hmm. And I see how Adam did just that. He gave himself for his wife. Mm-hmm. God told Adam, he said, look, the minute you eat of that tree, you're going to surely die. Yeah. And then he turned around and gave him a wife. Or gave him a woman he made on his wife when he consummated mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. And 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 then he said, uh, and and the serpent was in the garden talking to Eve and, and everything, and, and Eve ate the fruit, and then she gave it to Adam, and Adam looked at her in her eye. He said, You know what? 
I'm going to eat this because I'm willing to die for you. Mm. He was saying, not that I love you so much, but because God gave you to me, there must be more to it than this. So I'm going to eat this because I can't live without you. Mm. He already knew what the consequences was. He already knew where God was going with this whole situation. He already knew, say, as soon as you eat it, you're going to surely die. Mm. He said, well, my wife already going to die, so I might as well go ahead and die with her. That's, and, 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 um, and that's the picture of Jesus on the cross, mm. dying for the bride. We are the bride. He's the groom. Man or woman, don't matter. We the bride. Mm -hmm. He coming back for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. Yeah. He coming for a blameless church. Mm -hmm. His his bride. Right. He said he was married to us. Mm -hmm. He even said he was married to the backslider. That's what it's. You know when Jesus when Jesus was dying with all them people that came with that woman that that was caught in the, in the act of adultery, and and um, they said, well, Moses' law says this, this, that, and the third, and he said, they say, what, what you say, Jesus? Jesus said, hmm. He who is out sin cast the first stone. That's what he said. Jesus went back down and started writing in the dirt. Everybody's left. Jesus turns and looks to, at the lady, and said, nobody condemned you. Hmm. Neither do I. Go your way and sin no more. Mm. He met the woman at the well. He said, you had five husbands. And none of them ain't yours. Not even the one you got. Not even, <laughs> not even the one you with. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. You know, and, and that says something about the character of God. Mm. You know, we so busy looking at the um looking at what we're not supposed to do. But when God joins a marriage together, that's the marriage he don't want to be separated. Not who you joined yourself to, mm. but who God has joined you to. He said, let no man put that asunder. He and that and that is the representation of Christ and us. And God said, I love you so much that I'm going to give you my son. My son said, I love you so much, I'm going to give you my life. Mm. He said, don't separate from that. Don't separate from the real love, which is purpose. I'm sending my son into the earth for purpose because I love you. I'm sending my son in the earth for purpose. So when you get a wife, your wife is going to help you with your purpose. That's right. Y'all going to Y'all going to be right there together. He called her, help me. Meet you right where you are and help you get to your destiny. Yeah. Everybody can't do that. Everybody mm -hmm. can't walk with you in that way. You look at marriages, people been married all these years, and all of a sudden, they grow apart because they weren't growing in the same direction. As long as two people stay going in the same direction, they'll stay married mm -hmm. uh, with a pure love. Right. It's when they get to go in their opposite directions that they get divorced. You know, a love, a marriage will not be sustained by love alone. There has to be something drawing that marriage together. There has to be purpose mm -hmm. in the marriage for the marriage to work. 
Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people will get a different idea. You know, I can do this. I can do this without this joke. Yeah. You know, but when God joined you together, he joined you together for purpose. To birth something. Mm-hmm. To birth something. Mm-hmm. And me and you, we don't have a physical child together. That's right. But he put us together to birth something. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times, just because people don't have children together, we just automatically be like, hmm, that um, People look at me and say, look, you and your wife ain't going to have no child together? I said, no. 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 <laughs> Absolutely no. not. We got, we got enough children. We got five. five. We got five. Just because we ain't got one together don't mean nothing. Her mm-hmm. children, my children, my children, her children, That's they it. all are our children. That's it. <laughs> That's nothing, it. We don't need nothing else. We don't need no, we don't need to add no more. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't getting into it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that when God joined a thing together, it's for his pleasure. Yeah. It's for his purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's going to work for your good. But that doesn't mean the obstacles won't come in. That doesn't mean the finances won't play a role. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get angry with the person. It just simply means that you're going to work past it. Because the purpose of God is irrevocable. You know what I'm saying? The gift of God. (laughs) You're right. You know, the, the gift of God. Is 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 precious, mm-hmm. and we should treat the gift that God give us as such. Mm-hmm. You know that's why I can love my wife as Christ loved the church. That's why I can be what my wife need for me to be. You know we we always look at wives submit to your own husbands and the fair. But God say the Bible say submit ye one to another. That's what it says in the fear of God. Yeah. Submit one to another. That means husband, submit to your wife also mm-hmm. in the fear of God. Right. Because Jesus is the one who laid his life down. Because his father said, this is what I want you to do. So I'm the one who has to lay my life down because I'm supposed to be a mirror image of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I have to. The Bible says your wife is the weaker vessel. Treat your wife. As if she was the weaker vessel. Mm-hmm. Not saying she's weaker than you. Not saying she's below you. N- none of that. When the man was taken from, when a woman was taken from a man, he was taking, she was taken out of his rib. Which means y'all supposed to walk side to side. Not mm-hmm. her behind you. Mm-hmm. Or not her in front of you. But side to side. You know, and, and now when I look at this thing about marriage, you know, it's it's a beautiful thing when you do it right. When you do it in God, not even when you do it in God, but when you marry the person that God has ordained for you to marry. That's right. Because you could be in God and still marry somebody that you're not supposed to be married to. Mm-hmm. Because they say it's better if you get married. You you shouldn't you shouldn't be shacking up. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. You know, and 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 that's when control starts to come in, and then and then they controlling you by what the Bible says. Right. But you already been married once you start having sex. <laughs> Absolutely. You started having sex. You already been married. How many of y'all done been married to five, six, seven? <laughs> I, ain't going, I ain't gonna go no further because you know, <laughs> how many of y'all already been married to that many people? I've already been married at least three times. Mm. 
my first baby mama, my second baby mama, and now my wife. At least three. Mm. At least three. <laughs> I would go somewhere <laughs> with that, but I'm not. I'm not. Um, <laughs> Tony, you know there was no one else in between that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a lie, but uh-huh. I'm saying, but, you know, I think that marriage is is it's a weighty subject, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you start talking about uh, divorce and you start talking mm-hmm. about all these other things, you know, marriage is 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 a heavy thing because it it depicts who Jesus was for the church. Yeah, it depicts even 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 in even in Proverbs, what is thirty one? Mm-hmm. It tells a woman, a, a, a wife, who she's supposed to be. But she's not just supposed to be one person. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be 10, 15 people. <laughs> <laughs> she's supposed to be the one that orders the finances or, or, or keeps the finances in line. She's supposed to be the one that go to work and work with her hands diligently to do this and do that. She's supposed to be the one hiring people, firing people. She's supposed to be the one doing all these things. But the husband, we supposed to be the one to give her the vision so she can work it. So what are we giving our wives to work with? Mm. I, that's my question. What are we giving our wives to work with? Or have the wives found their own thing to work on because their husbands have not come with a vision? Mm. Yeah. When Jesus came, he came with the kingdom. Mm-hmm. When he met the disciples, the kingdom was with him. Mm-hmm. It was already at hand. Mm-hmm. All he had to do was just tap into it. And he tapped into it through water. When we look in the Bible, water is a symbolizer of washing of the word. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, wash your, your wife by the word. Mm-hmm. That's what the husband's, husband's supposed to do. He's supposed to wash his wife by the word. That's what the, that's, 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 that's what the husband does for the wife. That's what Jesus did for the church. Washed him with the word. I mean, everything else is just extra stuff. You buying stuff and all this other thing, that's extra stuff. That's extra stuff. But let first thing be first. Wash your wife with the word. Because she deal with emotions. She deal with feelings. She deal with all these things. So now she need to be built up in a place that only the word can do, that only God can do. Mm-hmm. You can't build her up by hunching her. <laughs> Sex ain't going to get it. No, it's not. <laughs> you're gonna have to build it's her really up not. innerly in in interiorly Internally. her spiritual man yeah <laughs> internally <laughs> you have to build her up in her spirit yeah you know i think that that's that's a very important thing that a man be in his word that, that a man knows what god has for him uh, before he gets married and if he doesn't know before he gets married that need to be his next order of business god what is it what it, what vision do you have for me so i could put my wife to work because she needs something to do otherwise she gonna walk away 
You know what I'm saying? If I don't have nothing for her to do and, and I'm just sitting here just twiddling my thumbs and just going to work and coming home, going to work, coming home, let's let's have sex, let's do this, let's do that, you know, but I don't have nothing for her to do, she'll get bored. Mm-hmm. And they try to say that uh, uh, out of mind is the devil's workshop, but I say that as long as a person doesn't feel like they belong, then eventually they'll walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going in two separate directions, I would say um, was definitely the case for my first two marriages. Um, I had been brought up in the church and neither one of them went to church. So if I was ever going to church, I was going by myself. Not unless I was getting one of the kids dedicated or something like that. It had to be like a special event. So if I have no one to lead me, then who will I follow? And and when you, as a woman, when you don't have a man to take charge, and when I say take charge, I'm talking about be the leader in the home. I'm talking about the fact that you have children watching you, not just your wife. And a woman wants somebody who knows where they're going. It's not about being an entrepreneur. It's not about having the business and the money and the cars and all of those things. What is the purpose for us being together? Why am I here? The same thing that people ask God all the time. Why am I here? Why am I here? If I'm with you, for what? What? Why am I here? Who sent you? <laughs> you know, because the enemy is sending people too into your life to destroy your life. So you have to be intentional about the person that's in your life. When I look at our marriage, I understand that somebody died for me to be with this man. I also understand that somebody had to walk away from him for me to be with this man. So none of those things were coincidental or just happened. When God has your life planned and and your life already destined to be in a certain way, that's just what it is. He knows the thoughts and the plans that he has towards you. So I may not know the plan in full detail, but as long as he's ordering my steps, I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow whatever God is leading me to. Was um, When we got married, um, we didn't tell people for three weeks. We didn't tell our parents um, and mainly because God said. So at that time when I was working, I'll make a long story short. Um, after after I met him and then he came back a week later. And it was almost like I knew you was going to come back, to be honest with you. Not like, oh, he'll be back. But... <laughs> You know, there was something there. There was something there that I had never um, experienced before. And that was meeting someone's spirit first before I ever met him. And so when he came back and we talked and, you know, he had a little swag to him and stuff. And he was like, you know, uh, how you say that thing? Ishmael come before Isaac. Yeah. You know what it is. I was like, <laughs> okay. You know, I had to hit her with that scripture, let her know. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't washing me with the word, y'all. So, <laughs> so. I, come, I come I come, with something. <laughs> I don't come with my own accord. I don't, I'm like David. I don't come by myself. <laughs> so, um, 
Anyway, um, one day I was I I, I was uh going into the bathroom, getting ready to go to work, and God said, "That's your husband. I need to go ahead and marry him." And I was like, "Uh," I stopped in my tracks, and I was like, "No, I'm not doing that." I was like, "Marriage does not work for me. <laughs> I'm not doing that." And God said to me very loud and very clear, "Don't do it," and that's it. I didn't know what that meant. Like, Lord, you're going to take me out? What was going to happen? <laughs> you know, I don't know if that meant you would never have the opportunity to be married again. I didn't know if that meant I will. it will be another 20 years before I even think about sending somebody else in your life. Because I wasn't looking for a husband and because my mind was strictly on God, I didn't want to go back into that cycle. I didn't want to go back into another failed marriage or any or possibly failed marriage or anything like that. And like we just said, I didn't love him. I don't know you. This was only like the second week after I met him. Y'all. It wasn't like we spent six months together or a year together, nothing like that. So I called myself not wanting to go to work that day because if I, I knew that if I had talked to him, I was going to have to tell him. And <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not going to call him. He said, I called him. I didn't call you. You called me. Because I purposefully did not call him for that reason. Mm-hmm. And I answered the phone at work. And then I said, I got to tell you something. And I thought to myself, either he going to run and I ain't going to have to marry him. <laughs> which would be great or and he gonna be like this girl is crazy i'm i'm taking the exit or he would just go with god so i said uh god said we need to go to the courthouse i was i did not even want to say the word married i did not even want to say anything about marriage i was like if it's god he'll get it <laughs> um god said we need to go to the courthouse this fool said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was you thinking? Girl, you can't pay me no mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm a saint. You know what I'm saying? I love God. I'm crazy already. <laughs> so there was no time to think about whether he had a job or what if I was going to get along with his kids or if he was going to get along with mine? There was there was none of that. I, I, I couldn't think about that because when the voice of God speaks, you, you listen. I'm going to say this. I see people be in, in relationships for 10, 15 years. For what? Oh, for what? <laughs> what, you just trying it out to see if it's for you? <laughs> yes. Look. Yeah. Look. Look, look, I ain't look, I ain't had all that time to be wasting. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to get myself in trouble. I hear you put yourself in a position to do stuff, you gonna do stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you keep yourself out of that position, then you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So me, since I already know me <laughs> and the position that I'm in, <laughs> you know. I ain't trying to say like Paul said it, you know, it's better to marry than to burn, but. But we were both celibate. But, yeah, 
We were both celebrating. And, 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 and at that time, I had been for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I was, I was, I was, I was itching. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or nothing like that to get to get the business. But I, I, I was aware that there's a place that I need to be. Mm-hmm. I was well aware that I was going somewhere in God. I was well aware and I understood that when God said go a place, he didn't disclose to me what for. Mm-hmm. I understood that. And I also understood that the person that I was in the relationship was not g- going to bend to marriage. I'm going to say it like that. Mm-hmm. She was not going to bend to marriage. Because that's not where her mind, that's not where her heart was at that time. So, well, talk about that. Um, I wonder if there's more men that want to be married, but the woman doesn't want to be married. And, and I wonder if that happens. And for me, than- for me, that that was the case the first time. I wanted to be married, but the woman wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. You know, the second time, I was more of, hmm, I'll, I'll, I'll marry you, but there was that but. Mm-hmm. You know, I need you to, you know, I, 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 it's like I need, it, I need a promise from you. That when I do this, I ain't going to regret what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because I already tried this before and it didn't work. So I'm cool with getting engaged. <laughs> but when I start giving away my last thing, you know. Yeah. That's different. But she 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 showed me and reassured me by doing what I always wanted a woman to do. And which was go to church with me. Mm. And needless to say, I wasn't the church guy. Because I was busy partying and everything. Mm-hmm. But when she came into my life, you know, it was like, I finally got what I wanted. Hey, mm-hmm. this works. Right. You know, yeah, I've been a single parent for a long time. At this at this point, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. With, with my first child. Um, So at this, well, eight, nine years, nine mm-hmm. years. But anyway, at, at this point, I was like, mm, this could work. And I'm 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 willing to do it. So the day she passed away, that weekend after that, you know, we was going. I I, I was going to present to her a date, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Look, you know, we can go ahead and get married. You know, something. <laughs> you know, because it is something that she wanted. It was mm-hmm. something that I wanted, but I was I was nervous about timing because you know. I had already had this first hiccup. Mm-hmm. The third time it came around, it was like, okay, okay. Look, it was more of I heard God about the situation. She heard God about the situation. I had a date, she had a date. God came and confirmed with me the date that she had. And I said, okay, I just yielded to it. You know what I'm saying? Like God said, date, I said, date. Look, I called her, I said, look, this is what date is going to be. She said, for real? 
I said, yeah. She said, just like that? I said, yeah, just like that. <laughs> I said, there ain't no, because there was no reason for me to argue about a situation that God had already set in order. Mm-hmm. You know, there was just no reason for me to keep pressing and keep pressing. That was redundant. Mm-hmm. So I just said, yeah, that date right there, that's going to work just fine. Mm-hmm. She said, really? I said, yeah. She was like, wow. But she never, she never did what she was supposed to do. And then after that time had passed and some time had passed and, you know, the finances was no longer there anymore. And uh, I said to her, I said, you know, if you were to deal with what God said do when he said do it, I said, we had all the money to do what we needed to do right then. I said, but now that we don't have the money, I said, we might as well just go to the courthouse and make it do what it do. You know, she was like, oh, no. <laughs> she, she, she was like, oh, no. Absolutely not, sir. <laughs> I was like, no, what you mean? No. I said, God said. God said. Mm-hmm. You know, so... People always have a choice. They always have a choice in what they gonna do. Yeah. You know, and I and I can't be mad because somebody made a choice. I can never be mad because somebody made a choice because that was that was for their own good. That was for their sanity or whatever the case may be. You know, when when you make a choice, whether you're gonna do what God say or not do what God say, at the end of the day, that's your decision. Mm. I can't make you do nothing. The Holy Ghost not gonna make you do no, nothing. No. So neither am I. And that and and just, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that goes also to say this: somebody else's no or hesitation caused you to walk into my life. So what whatever you don't receive from God, He will give it to somebody else. He will present it to somebody else. He's not gonna waste what he has and what he wants to put together for his kingdom. And so a lot of times you may think that, you know, oh, this person's going to wait on me or this person's going to wait till I ask them to marry me or they going to, they going to always be here because we got kids or not that and y'all didn't have kids together or anything, but you know, we never had sex. I mean, right. I mean, but I'm just saying like y'all had nothing to keep y'all together. You know, and, and most people they they stay with their baby mama or baby or or baby daddy for ten years or whatever, hoping that one day you know it's gonna happen, and then it doesn't. But you can't be mad when God puts that person with someone that's gonna honor them. And that you know, and show. and that's man or woman, whether it's the woman that's not ready or the man that's not ready. I when when I say I look at my marriage and I say. Somebody died for me to be with this man, literally. When I say somebody walked away from this man, literally, for me, for him to be in my life, somebody I had never seen, never heard of, no mutual friends, no nothing, to just walk into the place that I work. God presented to me my husband. Even though he had told me a year prior, your husband's going to be a pastor. I didn't pay that no attention because I wasn't looking to get married again. But... When I say that this has been a spiritual God-ordained marriage, I told him, I said, boy, if you ever <laughs> decided, <laughs> if you ever decided you wanted to cheat on me or something, I said, I ain't going to worry about it. I said, because God put this together and he'll take care of you himself, <laughs> you know, and that, and that gives me the confidence because it's a God thing. It was God-ordained. 
That's what gives me the confidence in this marriage. Whether he got a job or he didn't have a job. That's what gave me confidence because what God said. Whether he was away for the past five years or at home. That's what gave me the confidence. It was because God put it together. Not that I had to sit and worry and think about, oh, well, I don't know him like that. I don't know if he if he would do something like this. and that. I ain't had to worry about that. Because God sees and God knows everything. So, on that note, I just want to say, you know, um, our paths have crossed. God put us together. Um, we had to keep it a secret. We refrained from a lot of people in the beginning um, because we were still trying to get to know each other. We weren't trying to include people's opinions, people's thoughts, people's concerns. Um, and I know I probably... Uh, <laughs> probably made some people feel a certain way because I was no longer around and they probably felt like, oh, she got this husband now. Now she, you know, she had like she can't come over or nothing. But it wasn't like that. I was still trying to get it. I didn't know what I had. So how we got married and where we got married was uh he set it up. Man, I made a phone call. Because the courthouse no longer did marriages in the courthouse anymore. That's right. They stopped doing that for whatever reason. And so... So now you just get married where you want to get married at. get married at. And he, he called a notary from the chapel. He came out. And we got married at Market Commons on the bridge. Just us two. No kids. Nobody. No witnesses. He was the witness. He was the witness. The Holy Spirit was the witness. <laughs> Nobody was there. Okay. And it was cold. <laughs> and it was <laughs> but we got married on the bridge. And um my stomach was messed up, if I can just say that. I was so nervous. I was scared. I was um like, oh God, what you doing? You know, I had to call off for work that day. Um it was it was something else. It, I mean, it's a lot more to it, but I just don't have time to, to go through everything. Um, but nevertheless... So what happened when you did finally tell somebody? Who was you, the first person you told? Well, the kids were the first person, people I told. Well, well they, 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 was, they already... I mean, yeah, they my daughter... They getting past it. My daughter, who was 12 at the time, I think, she said... Uh, I When she met Chris, she said, I believe he's going to be your Boaz. And she only knew about that because she did a, a piece on Ruth and Boaz uh, for a church service, like prior to that. And she said that to me. Probably been around him maybe twice <laughs> at that time. You know, and, and, and even when you just said that, uh, every woman looking for a Boaz. Mm. But what if you don't need a Boaz? I what if you a need a Joseph? <laughs> I needed a Christopher. <laughs> What if you needed Joseph, somebody that's going to accept your children? Mm -hmm. You know what? You know what if you need a David, somebody that's going to fight for for fight for everything that he got to fight for? Mm -hmm. You know what if you need Daniel, somebody that's just going to pray it through? Yeah. You need to know what you need for for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know it's not about Boaz because he he got it all. And and but marriage is really it's it's really it's really a wonderful thing when you marry the right person. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what marrying the wrong person look like, what it feel like. Oh, I do. You know, 
because I only did it one time, mm-hmm. you know. So, but my one time, I got it right. Mm-hmm. I got it right. I finally got it right. And I know, um, <laughs> I know I've been, I, I, I know I could have been married a couple of times, but I thank God for the only one that I did have. Thank you. So we I, just wanted to, to really um, tell you that, you know, there was a life that we had before now. And no matter what it may look like on camera, no matter what it may look like to people um, sitting on the outside. We've definitely had our getting to know each other. We've definitely had our, um, and I believe that was the best thing God could do for us, for him to be away at work, because it gave us time to talk. So it gave us time to communicate um, and really, really learn each other. So God plan had had worked for us. It may not work for everybody. It may not work for everybody. But it worked for us that we were not together in the same house um, for those years. So, um, I am because, 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 because I'm touchy feely. I'm, I'm a lovey, lovey person. I, I won't, you know, I'm, not, I'm like, I'm like them babies. I won't hold you. I want to hold you. you yes, know? he is. Yes, so, he is. But, and she was not that person. Mm-mm. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. But that's just, that's something that I've had to get used to and still getting used to. Still getting used to. I'm wearing you down. <laughs> okay, Erica. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that that was our story, and and we just want to let you know that there do believe in God ordained marriages, and believe that if you're already married, God can restore your marriage, and and help you through that, and show you what to do for your marriage. So. On that note, you want to pray us out? Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come before your people. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the words that were said. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray that it touches someone in a special way, oh, Father God. It yes, gives Lord. them a new light, uh, a new, it shines light on a subject that very few ever deal with, oh, Heavenly Father. And I pray that this right here, what we have said today, opens the doors to new ventures not only in marriage, but in those people that have been divorced. Let them see that there is still love that is yet to be given to them. All they have to do is receive it. Lord God, I ask you to have your divine way. In Jesus' name. Amen. But I still want to talk a little bit. Okay, go ahead. But, you know, I just think that, you know, in this whole thing about marriage, you're going to make some great calls mm-hmm. and you're going to mess some things up. All I can say is don't let your ego override the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, because two hot-headed people ain't going to ever get along. They're going to be times where everything is cool. They're going to be some times where everything is, 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 is all the way out of whack. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to have the level here. Somebody got to be the one to say, peace, mm-hmm. be still. <laughs> There's a storm in my house, but I need peace to come in. Yes. Even if you have to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Even if you, people can't argue with themselves. They can't. They can't argue with themselves. 
So sometimes, even if you have to be quiet, you can't win everything when it comes to people, when it comes to, when, it, when it, I'm talking about people, I ain't talking about the spiritual um, things. You're supposed to win when it comes to those things. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to people, marriage is a give and take. Yeah. You give a little bit and you take even less. It's better to give than to receive. You give all you got, and you take what you can. It's 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 not it's not competition. I want that to be understood that marriage is not competition. It's not. You're not in a marriage to outdo one another. Mm -hmm. You're not in a, you're in a marriage to do it together. Right. We have to be so strategic, even especially in this hour, mm -hmm. because of everything that's going on outside of COVID. Everybody loose. Everybody loose. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, now you ain't even got to be knowing people for two, three months. <laughs> I mean, to go and have a one night stand. You know what I'm saying? You you could go anywhere and get anything from anybody that you want nowadays. Almost almost anybody. So it's it's so easy to mess up. It's so easy to make these mistakes. But we have to be so intentional about what God has given us that we take care of that in such a way. Mm -hmm. We have to so you have to be so intentional about who God has placed in our lives or or or, or placed in our path that we make sure that we know what to do with that person before yeah. we make mistakes. Because everybody that's in every every woman or every man that you meet, not the person you're supposed to marry, they dare to teach you a lesson. Like I say, some people leaves and some people branches. Very few are the roots. Mm -hmm. Very few are the roots. When everything else is gone, very few people going to stay with you. Very few. Mm -hmm. Very few. You know, if it had not been for the woman releasing me, because before this could ever be, mm -hmm. I had to go back to that woman. And when I went back to her, she said, I release you. Mm -hmm. If it had not been for her releasing me, I would not be I would not have been able to be joined to this woman and be one with this woman. Because there would have always been a divide. There will always have been a separation, you know, due to a connection right here. Mm -hmm. Over here. When I'm trying to connect the one thing, it's like Legos. You know, when you put the whole block on top of the other block, you can't connect another block to that block because it's already connected to another block. Mm -hmm. So you have to unconnect from one block in order to connect to another block. When you mm -hmm. put two, when you put two blocks on one block, it's unstable. That means you put in a little bit on this side and a little bit on that side, and you can take your finger and push both of them off. It's it's this it's not a stable connection. Mm -hmm. It has to be a full fit form connection in order to make things work. 
they're not going to be easy days every day. There are going to be some hard days. There are going to be some troubling times. Her finances are going to play a part. Attitude is going to play a part. Personality is going to play a part. Because we're two different people, raised in two mm -hmm. different households. We, we, we're going to go the way that we was raised. We're going to go the way that we was raised. But it's the Holy Spirit that lives in us that's going to draw us back to the place that God has called us to be. And the person, you, if the person you married to doesn't have the Holy Spirit, pray for that person. Continue to pray. Continue to pray. Continue to pray. Continue to pray. Because I don't know what God wants to do in that marriage. You know, I don't know what God wants to do in that relationship. Mm -hmm. That's a, something that he's going to have to talk to you about. That's something you need to know. One thing you don't want to do is waste a lot of time that you don't have. Another thing you don't want to do is get rid of somebody that God has for you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Just because somebody is not in the place that you are now doesn't mean that you weren't supposed to win them over. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that you weren't supposed to sanctify them by your love and, and by your reading and by, and by you giving of yourself. Regardless of what the circumstance is, these are things that we have to understand as as husbands, as wives, you know, as 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 children of God. Yeah. Because when Jesus come back, he coming back for his wife, for his bride, man or woman. He coming back for a church without a spot or a wrinkle, a blameless church. Do you have what it takes to present your husband or your wife to Jesus blameless? If you don't, I advise you to go back to the Word and let it wash you over. And while it's washing you over, spend some time telling that to your significant other so that it can wash them over. Everything doesn't have to be said by the Bible said, the Bible said, the Bible said, the Bible said, let's go Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Everything doesn't have to be the Bible said. But I believe that God has placed in each and every one of us a way to communicate with our spouse that shows I love you mm -hmm. and I'm here for you. The same way Jesus loves us and here's for her and, and is here for us. We weren't always in Jesus. We weren't always in his in his path. We That's weren't right. always walking with him. That's right. But he had a way of drawing us. And I think that each and every one of us has a way of drawing our spouse. So I think that we should dive deeper within ourselves. Because God has gave us some gifts. And he has gave us some fruit. Mm -hmm. By maturity, he has given us, he's given us fruit. To help draw. And that's all I wanted to say. Is there anything else you have to say? Nope. Until next time. <laughs> Y'all have a blessing. Bless. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Get the turkey. <laughs>